1: all right let's go hour number two on a beautiful tuesday Eh, maybe not beautiful not the right word. Um, try not to be one of those people that says it's a great day, even when it's not. Let's try to be as realistic as we can. It's a cold ass day, and it's confusing for a lot of people. But if you uh, are lucky enough to be off today, you're involved in a school district, or you, or your kids are off, like my kids off today, like my wife is off today, like Zay's wife is off today. Shout out to all of our great teachers and students. They deserve a day or two, Tuesday, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Working hard. I'm Chad Hastings. That's Educating a- the you, Getting the kids all educated. That is Isaiah Collier. And there really is nothing more magical than when you get a day off of school. It hadn't happened to me in so long. I can still remember it, though, whether it was elementary school, high school, college. It didn't matter. When you had class and then you didn't, it's still one of the greatest things. The look On my daughter's face when she realized there was no schools. (laughs) She got in the car yesterday. I mean, just bounded into the car. Couldn't wait to tell me. And she tells me then that they're off today. And then she finds out, what, earlier this morning that she's off tomorrow. So she gets two in a row. She's thrilled.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was nothing like waking up at around six a.m. and going downstairs and looking at the news and trying to see if your school district could come up like the NBA draft and see where are the closures at. And then once you see your name, just a certain thrill that comes over you. That yeah, I haven't had that feeling in a very long time.
1: Definitely haven't had that in the last few years. No, being no, up here absolutely not. And stuff, C- but because trust me. If the big bosses had ever said to me in the last couple years, you know what we should do? Let's just not do anything. I'd have told you all that. That's not what they say. That is not what they say. So we are one of those jobs that just has to – got to figure it out, and we become kind of the essential thing, uh, and we are glad to do it. It is part of what we signed up for, and if you signed up for that kind of stuff – Please be careful when you head out. To all uh, of those folks driving those trucks, I saw an 18-wheeler in some trouble today, man. All those truck drivers that are out there, all those, whether you're doing the the salt truck, you're actually out there as a part of that. Um, You know, Dot folks, we mentioned our postal workers earlier, trash trash truck drivers, all, all those people. All those people. Uh, Shout out to all of you. And we hope that you are having a great day. Maybe you're listening to us on the app today. Maybe you're streaming things at hornfm.com. Zay, let's start the hour with some good news because I am seeing some good news here on, we'll look for any bit of good news we can on the weather situation. Right now, for the 1 o'clock hour in Austin, Texas, I am seeing 31 degrees, but the good news is I'm seeing a 23% chance of precipitation. Yeah. And as I pivot and look around, I don't see a lot of stuff falling right now. Later in the afternoon, 18%, 19%, 13%, 11 13 24% at 8 o'clock tonight. So right now, if our guys, Rod and Harge, are listening right now. Rod Babers, Mike Harge, if you're listening. I just saw Patrick Davis walk in the room from Ball Don't Lie. Fellas, I think y'all can get in and out. Okay. I do. Considering what, right now, if what I'm seeing holds, I think they might be able to get in and out. The issue still looks like late into the night, midnight, 1, 2 a.m., that's when you're talking about 59%, 62%, 75%, and the temperature goes down to 31. So we always say sports is a matter of inches. Sometimes weather is a matter of just a couple of degrees and what can mess with you. So we're still looking at that mess in the morning. If you're headed out at 7 a.m. in the morning, 31 degrees, 75% chance of freezing rain. That's gonna suck. So you gotta plan for that stuff. But as of today, doesn't look quite as bad. I am not telling you to get out in this stuff unless you need to. But right now, Again, I'm looking up under just greater Austin. So if you're out in a, in your own situation, you know what to look up. But right now, some of that looks good for a little later in the afternoon. We'll yeah, see.
0: shout out to our guy, Jeff Howe, Horns 24-7 and Light the Tower. He just sent a text in our group chat, said he just made it back to San Marcos.
1: Excellent. Good to hear. Good to hear that Jeff Howe is back uh, back at home and I know Aaron Hogan got back home safely today as well. Aaron took equipment with him so now that we're in an even more technological age these last few years with uh, not only the cold stuff but the COVID stuff um, hopefully Aaron's going to be able to broadcast from home tomorrow. Our man Ty Henderson's going to be spending the night here along with Zay and myself. If anybody else wants to join the ice crew, Rod and you just let us know when you get here. Them brothers ain't coming. If you just want to join in you might you may be able to do that hard go back to your
0: country days bro i know you went camping a lot
1: yeah i up
0: here do the country thing come Camping with us.
1: Er, earlier, they said it, this was his third time to spend the night at the station. I wish I could tell you it was only my third time to spend oh, the night wild. at the station. It's wild. I have spent some nights at stations over the years. All right, so that's what we're doing today. And coming up at 1 30, if you're into high school basketball, we'll tell you about the games that are canceled, moved, uh, moved around. This is obviously a big night. Unfortunately, um, those games will not be happening because you got to be, you know, got to be safe. And Make sure that that is all good. So it is Chad and Zay on the last day of January. We have talked about the Longhorns. Nice win last night against Baylor. Tough, hard-fought win. And Zay, before we get to football, just a quick bit of credit going to uh, Coach Terry and that's coaching staff and the players. Their adjustments at halftime have been really impressive to watch where – Terry, Coach Terry's talked about it, where he, he's he got visual guys. They try to show him cut-ups and stuff. He's actually shown him cut-ups at halftime right. of something that happened in the first half that he thinks they can translate. And the adjustments they have made, what they did last night, uh, and I heard one of the other shows, I think Jeff Howe was talking about this earlier, but I completely agree with him. It's an impressive number to consider that Baylor was at 40% as a team from beyond the arc. And Coach Terry, at halftime, headed in. Told the TV folks, we have got to get them off the free, uh, three-point line. we got to get out there. Two of 11 in the second half Yeah, for Baylor. They did a really good job. There. You said it yesterday. If you allow Baylor to get a rhythm shooting threes, they will run you out of the building. Yeah, and they're going to
0: keep taking them. I mean, they did a good job double-teaming those guys, coming off of screens at different times and just making it difficult for those guards to all get in the rhythm. I mean, you see L.J. Cryer with his 19 points and Adam Flagler with his 11, Keontae George with his 17. Well, it took 18 shots to get that 17 for Keontae George. It took 17 shots to get that 19 from uh, L.J. Cryer in 12 shots for Adam Flagler to get his 11. So their D was magnificent last night, especially coming off that Tennessee game where they just got Aiden alive all the way around from inside, outside to Kai Ziegler, uh, dribble penetration setting his guys up, Kamwa was dominating. So coming into this game, which the Horns match up better with the Bears than they do the Vols. You know, you, you, you got to get back to the basics. I thought Timmy Allen was good with his off-the-dribble work and getting in a groove early on. He's one of those guys, he has to get going early to have a good game. We know if he struggles in that first half, most likely he's going to struggle for the rest of the game. So him getting off to a good start, like I said in the first hour, having Coach Terry put in them situations where he could post up those guards and have those mismatches, and then we know what Serge Barry Rice did. Tyrese Hunter, finally, I think he played his most complete game overall this season. Uh Even with those games that he had early on against uh, Creighton and Gonzaga, offensively and defensively, he might have not shot the best percentage, but the fact that he's shooting that much, you can tell his confidence is up. And he hit a couple of threes last night that were huge and timely, which set up a nice little pump fake off the dribble layup that he got in the second half. If they continue to do that and Marcus Carr comes along and plays better than he did last night and in Knoxville, then the Horn's They could surprise some people with these two next games against Kansas State and Kansas.
1: Yeah, 32 minutes last night for Tyrese Hunter. So we talked Texas basketball. Also, plenty of football to get to. Uh, National Signing Day 2 is tomorrow. We'll hit that a little more in the Flex segment coming up. But just know, there is a rumor brewing out there that maybe Deuce Robinson, the number 1 tight end in the country, could be headed to Texas. You know, it's down to three. He's going to go hat game, shell game, or some kind of game with Texas, Georgia, and USC. Must be nice. Must must be nice to be that talented right now. If you're that freaky a tight end right now and you get to pick between those three schools, God love you. Uh, One of those three coaches is going to be calling plays now. I guess Munkin could be on the move. There's talk that Munkin may be looking at a pro job. He's going to interview, I think, with Baltimore. That, That could be a wild idea for Lamar Jackson, by the way. That's something I'm, I If should,
0: Lamar comes back. If it's
1: Lamar and then if it's not, how does Munkin deal with that and who do they get at quarterback? But uh, either way, Deuce Robinson, hopefully he'll pick the school that works the best for him. And some think there's a national recruiting angle right now. Uh, I'm seeing SI.com one of their guys thinking that maybe it could be Deuce Robinson. Now,
0: uh, we heard, you know, him being a two-sport athlete. David Pierce being on it the uh, uh skipper for the Horns. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Is he still thinking about coming and playing a good, baseball also? because I mean, talk about playing for baseball royalty. How could you not want to come to the University of Texas if you want to play baseball and coaches giving you a spot?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. I don't know I have not uh, I do not don't know how much that it, how serious that interest is if he really truly wants to be the dual a dual sport athlete, but if he's good enough, he gets to do that. We've seen some guys do that last yeah, few Ricky years. yeah, Richard did it.
0: I mean, he didn't really play baseball in Texas, but we know he was playing baseball in the minors.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think of the last, bi- the last big name I can think of is Jamus. Did it at Florida State? That's right. He was a closer for them. Yeah, Kyler maybe. Oh, uh, Kyler playing? Kyler Oklahoma? did play at Oklahoma. I don't he think he did. played at A and M, but I think he pl- did play at Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, I think he played a little bit. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on that. We are also keeping our eyes on, in not the most serious way, but it is Pro Bowl week. Um and I guess Zay, it's a good thing that when you get to the point at this point of the year and you're doing you know Pro Bowl replacements and things like that it's not as big a deal because there's not an actual game to deal with I guess in a way it was never a big deal but uh, there's so a Pro Bowl a big
0: deal when you were growing up
1: um for me it was a big deal because it was the only time we got to see all the uniforms but that's because I was a nerdy little kid who liked uniforms yeah you like uniforms um but yeah it mat- it mattered a little bit. It was – I mean, remember way back in the day, they used to do like the Super Bowl champs would go play a college all-star team. I mean, that's how many extra games there used to be. That used to be a real thing. Like, not, And I, during my time, I don't think they did that. Yo,
0: that sounds dangerous.
1: Oh, yeah, but they did that back into the 60s and maybe into the 70s. I think they, I know the, there's a Packer team or two that did it at one point, uh, but eventually they stopped that. But then, yeah, as I was growing up, it was kind of a big deal – The game where I remember thinking, okay, something's up, is when like dudes started wearing each other's helmets. Like Moose Johnston was in a game, I remember, and he wore a Falcons helmet what? And me being the nerd I am. Yeah, you, know, you maybe, lost oh, it. Yeah, dude. that probably drove you nuts. Michael Irvin wore somebody's helmet one time. I'm trying to remember who else did it, but then it was just kind of like, alright guys, now we're not taking it seriously. What are we, what are we doing? Uh, but now, thankfully, they've kind of moved on past all that. Um, but the announcement was made. We'll get to some of the other main guys, but Tyler Huntley Is going to be a pro bowler now, Zay. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: He is a fourth alternate. He was added to replace Josh Allen, becoming one of the most unlikely participants ever. He has only thrown two, two touchdown passes this year. But you got, obviously, Mahomes was named the starter, but he's in the Super Bowl. Allen injured. Burrow was selected as a backup, so I think he would, I'm assuming he'll uh, be a part of it. And then other alternates, Tua, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson, all those guys have injuries. So all those guys aren't going to be able to play, so you end up with a guy like Tyler Huntley. He becomes the first quarterback since Vince Young in 06 to make the Pro Bowl after throwing more interceptions than touchdowns. Vince had 10 touchdowns that year in uh, – well, he had, excuse me, 10 touchdowns in 09. I'm not sure how many it was in 06. Yeah, but, but Vince was running that thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, when you have more interceptions than touchdowns, probably not a Pro Bowl year, but we know how this this works. So, Zay, do you think they need to clarify whether or not – is there a certain point where we don't need to be considering t- Tyler Huntley a Pro Bowl? Because now he'll get a Pro Bowl on his ledger, right? Right. That shouldn't happen I yet.
0: guess I remember we had Mike Griffin on uh, during the football season, and he just talked about him going to the Pro Bowl once and when I was you know when I was talking about him and just breaking down all his statistics and credentials and stuff, I said twice. so it depends on how you look at it. like he was one of those guys, the alternate, so he doesn't count it.
1: he doesn't count that one. Now okay.
0: it will be put on there. Like, yeah, I would think so. And if I'm Tyler Hunley, if I'm going into negotiations with my contract and stuff, I'm saying I'm a Pro Bowl quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah, back. No, you're right. I probably
0: won't take you anywhere, but, hey, it's there.
1: Yeah, uh, some of the big names there mentioned Allen, Burrow, Mahomes all got named at quarterback in the AFC. Uh, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Diggs, Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill at wide receiver. Uh, Chubb, Henry, and Jacobs at running back. Rashard of Baltimore is the fullback. Mark Andrews is your tight end, along with Travis Kelsey. Obviously, Kelsey's not a part of it this week. So all those Kansas City and Philly guys will not be a part of it. Like Orlando Brown, who was named. Like Joe uh, Thune, who was named at guard. And like Creed Humphrey at center. They'll all be in the Super Bowl. They yeah. will not be able to to deal with it. Are you interested in the skills challenge stuff? Will you watch this this week? I
0: like the quarterback. Challenge? Are they doing the little obstacle course type thing? Where uh-huh, I think so. Okay, I'm with that. The dodgeball do- stuff. Uh, miss me with that.
1: They're doing something on either Wednesday or Thursday night, and we'll double check that. But I think one of the two nights they're doing something to, during the week, and then on Sunday they do flag football and there's some other skills involved. And you've got the Manning brothers coaching. So Eli coaches NFC, Peyton coaches AFC. And, you know, they'll have them mic'd up. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I've actually enjoyed it these last few years. I enjoyed watching dodgeball, that obstacle course you're talking about, and the passing thing where they came up with the big targets that they break. I'm kind That's of, cool. Any, I, I'm into that one.
0: Yeah, anything where the quarterbacks have to showcase their skills, which I'm very anxious to see what Tyler Humley's going to do in these situations.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see your face. Exactly. You got
0: that cringe face. What? I mean, yeah, show us that you deserve to be here, bruh, bruh. So, yeah. I, I do like seeing all those high-level athletes being in one place. And talking amongst one another okay. and just being cool and stuff like you know, you don't see that very often, which that's a huge reason why I do love NBA All Star Weekend. I, even though it's watered down, also it's just cool to see that much money and that big of you know level celebrity in one place at one time.
1: And also for these guys like Tyler Huntley, it's like you better you better step up that level for the t- for the throwing stuff because on the NFC side, it's Cousins and Geno Smith. Like, come on, fellas. Come on, man. I don't see Aaron Rodgers' name on it's here. It's don't, don't see tough. Right? I don't see Tom Brady's name on here. Zay, you know as a basketball fan, nothing more embarrassing to me around All-Star time than when you have a dunk contest and you see it and you're like, oh, God. And it just doesn't quite – it's not meeting the standard. Uh, it's not quite getting where it needs to be. In this case, hopefully they'll show up. And, and bring enough of that skill. But I like that one. Back in the day, they did the paint on the end of the football, and they do the targets. See, yeah, that's dope. I love that. So now they've come up with this, this extra cool thing, and the targets are moving around, and they're worth different points. Russell Wilson had a great round on one a few years ago. Drew Brees did a great job on it. So let's see if the accuracy is there for those guys. But I've enjoyed watching it, and most importantly now we're past, you know, the game itself. The game got silly. They stopped caring. They stopped really paying attention, and – You know, the at some point we all had to stop and go like, okay, if you're going to have an all-star football game, there better be a reason. Yeah, real good reason, and these guys really don't have one. Uh, They'll put up a little money. Winning team would always get a little more money than the losing team, but. In the end, I don't think that's with the way salaries are. Not quite enough for these guys. So be on the lookout for Pro Bowl stuff this week. Also, uh, coming up, got an update for you from college football. Nick Saban needs a new OC, but now we know another name that won't be his new offensive coordinator. And we'll get you a flex segment, games that have been canceled for tonight, plus some commitment stuff for National Signing Day Hey, too. hey Chad,
0: also got a breaking news moment right here.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> What do you got?
0: Big Twelve schedule, football schedule, twenty twenty three is I,
1: out. Okay, I heard it was coming out somewhere in the. I had it. I, I was off an hour. I thought it was two o'clock hour. Is this coming out right now. It's out and it looks good for Texas, baby. All right, we got the Longhorns schedule. Let's get. We'll get to that and then jump into the flex coming up next. Longhorns with an expanded Big Twelve. What's it going to look like? We will tell you next on the Horn. Oh, mercy. This one sounds like it'd be right up my alley, doesn't it? Just sounds perfect for me. All right, Chad and Zay with you on a Tuesday. I'm assuming this is a band's name, correct? Correct. What's the song's name? Don't Need Rules. Don't Need Rules. Wow, I do not immediately recognize that voice. Not quite raspy enough to guess that guy. How about... Man, I don't know. Y and T. No idea. Kick Tracy. No, I wasn't coming up with that. Kick Tracy? No. Nope. Of course. <laughs> Watch your spelling on Kick Tracy. All right. Kick Tracy. Starsky and Hutch. And Leo Sayer all have been on the show today. It is a crazy Tuesday for us with this weather situation going on. We've got some breaking news for you that will get your mind off of it coming up here in just a second. Uh, and we also have a flex segment for you. So we want to remind you this Tuesday uh, when we're done, uh, we think Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Harge. I've seen Patrick Davis. I know he's here for sure. Uh, that's good news for you, Zay, that Patrick is in the building. Why is that good news for me? Because theoretically, the person that's on the board from at 3 o'clock can be on the board. Good news for you and oh, I was going to
0: jump off the board. I thought it was going to be ties duty because that was me back in the day. Being the B&E producer, oh. I was doing other shifts.
1: Was, is that what it was? So, so yeah. shifts.
0: I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. Yeah, shifts. Shifts. So, yeah, there's a hierarchy here. And um, I love that you're trying to throw me out there, but it ain't going to be me.
1: No, no, Sorry. I'm just saying. For oh, you, I appreciate me, it. That's actually good news for you, me, and Ty that True. he's here very true. Uh yes, but uh we'll get all that figured out. Hopefully Rod and Harge will be able to get here. We are seeing some kind of good news in terms of the the weather that that I'm looking at, but then again, it is all individual with, you know, w- w- what everybody's dealing with. So, we hope you are uh are having uh, maybe a good weather uh, story today, but we'll keep you updated on all of that. We will get into some of the uh, games canceled on the high school level. But first, let's get the uh, the breaking news out there. And uh, as they told you right before the break, the Big 12 football schedule is out. 2023. Not days and times yet, but days are out there. So we know the opponents, we know home and road, and we know the days they will happen. I just retweeted it at C. Hastings 1049, Zay at Ain't that underscore Zay, the station at the Horn ATX. We'll get that posted for you at hornfm.com, so you can go check it out yourself. Uh, Zay, as a Texas fan, what are you seeing about this schedule? What's jumping out at you uh, immediately? Uh,
0: Going to U of H on the 21st of October and then having BYU come to town that next week. That's what sticks out the most. We knew Alabama was on the schedule and you would have to go up there to face Nick Saban's crew, but those two teams and not playing Oklahoma State. We won't have to see Mike Gundy this year. We know Mike Gundy has given the horns trouble over these last few years, especially. And who's the other team that did? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Don't have to see Coach Brown's crews. So, yeah, I I think it's a solid schedule. The Big Twelve is going to be tough, no matter what. We know that, but yeah, I'm, I don't mind going up to the H third ward and seeing what's going down there. Being up on those Cougars, and then. As long as Taysom Hill ain't playing for BYU, I think we'll be
1: I right. <laughs> Exactly. I don't think he has any eligibility yeah, left. Yeah, for but real. You never know. Um, so let's run it down for you real quick here. And again, as you look at this chart, when you pull it up, the Gray is home game. So Texas will host Rice to start the year. You know they're going to Bama. We already knew that was the second week on September 9th. Then they will host Wyoming. Then they will go to Waco. Tough one there to start conference play. Uh, host Kansas. Play the Oklahoma the game with Oklahoma on October seventh. You know it's always right around there. But then how about a buy after Oklahoma? I can't remember the last time that one happened. We'll, 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 we'll have that looked up by the time we get there, but that's rare. Then the games they talked about at Houston. So staying in the state of Texas uh, for a while there, uh, it's a good long run for Texas. Once they get back from Alabama, you are hosting two games. You go to Waco, Dallas, and Houston, then come back and host two more games. Host BYU, don't have to make that trip. Host Kansas State, don't have to make that trip. Two big trips in November are at TCU, at Iowa State. Then you come back for the Texas Tech game at home to end the year. So overall, Zay, if this is indeed the one and only year Texas has to deal with this schedule, we'll see if the SEC folks and Texas and Oklahoma folks can figure out how to get them out for 2024 not the worst exit I could think of, and in you'll we'll need to watch for the games in Waco, Waco and Fort Worth specifically for like officials screwing you and things like that on the way out the door. Maybe Iowa State, but I think TCU and Baylor are the main ones that'll blink there. And then, depending on what it looks like and who what officials come to town, what does the Texas, Texas tech game look like at the end of the year? Yeah, that's an interesting game. That one could be weird. Season,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We don't have to go to Cincinnati or go to Orlando, so at least we could say that. But yeah, this is the same mindset that I had before the schedule even came out. The Horns, with what they have coming back. Ten starters on the offensive end, all the leaders that you got defensively, Jalen Ford and Jaron Thompson and Ryan Watts and, you know, Byron Murphy, guys on the line. We know the edge rushing, that's what's going to need to really improve with the guys that you've lost. But still, nothing's changed with my mindset. You should go to Arlington. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like with the talent that you got here, the talent that you got on the bench with the schedule that's just been put out there. There is no excuse for you not to get to Arlington and Steve Sarkeesian's year number three and winning the Big 12 or giving you a chance to win the Big 12 before you go to SEC play. And those schools that you just named, those games, you know, Baylor, that's always going to be a tough one going Mm -hmm. up to Waco, especially, like you said, we know how these refs could get, I mean, the Oklahoma State game is the one that sticks out more than anything, like 0 Penalties, right? zero donut for Mike Gundy's team. I mean, yeah, talk about discipline there. I don't think they're that damn disciplined. So that's going to come somewhere. I don't know where it's going to come. It might be that Baylor game. It might be the last game of the season, Texas Tech. It might be the TCU one. You still got to play a really good Kansas State team that has Will Howard coming back, and he has complete control of that offense. Knowing that Adrian Martinez is gone, I – It's still going to be tough, but like I said, with that roster and year three for Steve Sarkeesian, uh, it's Arlington or Bust for me.
1: So, uh, yeah, as you look at the schedules, you realize now with a 14-team conference, uh, everybody is not playing uh, two teams on the schedule. So you'll uh, get a chance to take a look at that. Obviously, you get 12 games total, nine conference games, and then I guess it's two. Do I have the math right on that? Is it two or is it three? it, it, It
0: might be three. They're not playing. Maybe it's
1: three you don't play. Yeah,
0: they're not playing Cincinnati. They're not playing UCF. They're not playing West Virginia. They're not playing
1: Oklahoma State okay. Thumbs four. Yeah, yeah, 14. Well, no, yeah, that makes sense, right? Duh. Because you're playing nine, you're the 10th team, and there's four others in the conference. So, yeah, there's four you don't play, which is weird, obviously, because we've been going through this stretch where the Big 12 plays everybody. So go, if you're a Big 12 fan, go look up which teams yours don't play. We'll obviously be getting to a lot of that. All right, before we hit the break, let's get you a quick flex segment and tell you where you can go find all the changes on the uh, basketball side of things. Alright, uh, if you go to flxatx.com, you can find the updated basketball schedule. Boys and girls and uh, a lot of the games, obviously, have just flat out been canceled. Uh, as an example, Westlake-Austin High canceled for tonight. Lake Travis and Drip canceled. Bowie and Akins canceled, etc. You can go find those games. There are also games in 25-6A. Looks like they're planning to just move games to tomorrow. One game has been canceled, according to this information, with Westwood and Vista Ridge, But then other games, including the Vandergrift game, Manor and Round Rock, Stony Point, and Cedar Ridge, those have been rescheduled for tomorrow. So uh, if you're looking at games in your area, go to flxatx.com, find out which games have been canceled, find out which games have been moved. It looks like uh, most games have been canceled, but some of them have been uh, just postponed or moved. So uh, keep an eye uh, out for that. Also, you've got National Signing Day 2 Coming tomorrow, uh, I hate it for the, uh, for the kids in the area. Hopefully we do get back to warmer weather maybe by tomorrow evening where some of these announcements can be made. But a lot of these kids are going to be maybe making some announcements at high schools tomorrow, Zay, and hopefully, well, and now you got schools that are going to be closed. So that kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, instead of a hot tub, maybe they could
1: do it from an ice tub. <laughs> it would definitely be an ice tub. Yeah. A <laughs> right uh, couple of shout outs to local guys. And I saw this, the Flex crew finding all kinds of info. Uh, Zay, we talked about the influence that Coach Freeman has had from Notre Dame. Not only Jaden Greathouse, not only um, uh, what's James's name from, is it Stony Point? D- Darius James? How's
0: Braylon? Braylon James. I'm sorry, you're right.
1: Braylon James. Yeah. Um, But now it looks like there's a breaking story from the Irish Tribune that 2024 cornerback Leonard Moore of Round Rock has been predicted to commit to Notre Dame. Now he's got some time to wait. Remember, he's coming back to Round Rock this year. He is a class of 24, but there's a thought out there that he might be leaning towards the Irish. Wow.
0: Yeah, some guys like to commit – Early, So they could just focus on their season, senior season and focus on winning district titles and seeing how far they could go in the playoffs. So we you know how Marcus Freeman gets down in Central Texas. He's not afraid to come down here and pluck players. You just named a couple of them. Yep. And yeah, that's, hey we know how good this area is. We've been covering it all year long for Flex ATX. Leonard Moore, he's one of the best players, one of the best secondary players in all of Texas, not just Central Texas. You hear Rob Babers talk highly of him, and Rob being the former cornerback himself, that's a lot of praise. So, yeah, I'm not surprised one bit. I saw him play basketball. He plays for Coach Murphy on the men's basketball team for Round Rock, and he's a hell of an athlete. So, yeah, I'm not surprised one bit. Uh, it's still a little salty every time you don't have these backyard guys go down to the 40 acres like how do you let them get out Mm. but you can't get everybody and we know Steve Sarkeesian he could get a little nitpicky on you know getting quality over quantity so hey maybe just wasn't looking Leonard Moore's way but Leonard Moore might go to South Bend and Thrive. How about that?
1: Also, uh, shout-out to you Lake Travis folks, Marcus Boswell. We mentioned him the other day, 2024 uh, kid. He had made the visit to Colorado last weekend. We told you about that. The running back, linebacker, do-everything player also uh, tweeted out that he's gotten an offer from Tulane. So congrats to him for that. Uh, Also, congrats to Noah Baker of LBJ. Uh, He has uh, committed – a&M Commerce. So congrats to Noah and all those players. Obviously, he'll be able to make that official tomorrow, National Signing Day 2. And uh, if you are keeping up with things, we were going to have the roundtable tomorrow, but because of the weather, we moved that to Thursday. Thursday, South Lamar Pluckers for Ball Don't Lie, 3-7, to seven, including the College football, high school football, Super Bowl roundtable, all that stuff, and a little National Signing Day talk as well. That comes up Thursday at the South Lamar location. And if you're looking for Longhorn Weekly with Coach Terry, that's at the campus location of Pluckers. So we're going to be busy at a couple Pluckers locations this Thursday. We do the Flex segment for you every day at 1.30. If you're just jumping in, again, the, there is a rumor out there today that maybe Deuce Robinson, number one tight end in the country, could seriously be considering Texas. It may not just be as simple as USC and everything else, or maybe even Georgia and everything else. Maybe he is seriously considering all three of those schools, and maybe uh, we'll find that one out tomorrow. Just keep your eyes peeled. There is at least one national perspective leaning Texas on that one we'll see up next where are we at in society with Zay we'll get back into the basketball discussion at two Texas with a big win against Baylor last night we're talking about it we're keeping you updated on the weather today school closures and all of that it's a busy messy crazy day on the horn All right. Getting into a popular topic in the world of rock and roll there. Um, Is it The Who? That's right. There we go. The Who? The Who? What's the song? 515. 515. Okay. I don't know that there's – I don't know if there's a more consistent theme throughout rock and roll – Rock and roll and maybe other forms. Go into rock, go into metal, go into different places if you want. Maybe you go into rap, hip-hop, whatever. The idea of a man having relations with a younger woman and celebrating the fact that she's a younger woman. Everybody does that. And everybody's done it over the years. Different ways, but wow. One of the most famous things. Right at the beginning of the song. Yeah,
0: probably most famously R. Kelly.
1: Uh, m- most infamously, probably. Yeah, most most uh, infamous R. Kelly way back. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, there's yeah. some there's some that have not only gotten into that theme, they've gotten way too into, way too far into that theme. All right, the Who adding to the list today: Kick Tracy, the Starsky and Hutch theme, and. Leo Sayer, all a part of the show today. The Big 12 schedule is out there. We'll be talking about that throughout the day and days to follow. You want to waste some time today? You got some time, extra time off work, kids off of school. Maybe you, uh, you work for a school district like my wife does and like Zay's wife does and you need a little something to look at. It could take you a while to go through 14 teams, all the different teams that they play, and uh, are there certain teams that do play, you know, Who do you play? Who don't you play? With a 14-team conference, there are four now. The Big 12 can, for a year at least, maybe feel like an SEC, ACC, Big Ten. This is what those other conferences have been doing for years, hiding certain teams and orchestrating certain schedules. Uh, So you'll figure out which teams play Texas and don't play Oklahoma or play Oklahoma and don't play Texas. Cincinnati will play Oklahoma but not Texas. BYU will play Texas and Oklahoma, one on the road, one at home. Trying to find another one. Is there any team that doesn't play either? We'll be searching through that. Uh, But that schedule is out. Longhorns have a bye week right after the OU game this year, which is pretty rare. Uh, So we'll get back into that. Also, the Longhorn basketball team getting the nice win uh, last night against Baylor. We're keeping you up to date on the weather situation as well. The best news I've got for you is the last few times I've looked out this window. It certainly looks cold, but I see cars on 360 a little bit, and most importantly, I do not see precipitation in the last hour or so. All right. That's here. That's here on 360 in the Westlake area. Don't let that be me telling you about your weather. You know what's going on in your part of the world. We've had people texting us about you know it raining where they are. Specs text line 337-3776. We hope you are safe and sound right now. Uh, and as I pull up uh, an app, uh, to double check on my phone here, I was going to see where the right now I'm showing 30 in Austin with a high of 33 today so a little later on might get a little bit over freezing which could help out and uh, hopefully just keep everything at the water level um for uh, for some of you all right uh we'll keep talking about all that stuff coming up in the two o'clock hour back into the longhorn stuff right now it's where are we at in society with zay here we go
0: where are we at in society today
1: all right zay do i need to hit twitter what do i need to do yeah hit twitter um. because that's
0: just a. Uh, a little brief description on the topic today. Suburban social workers stole eleven thousand worth of chicken wings. Whoa. And a one point five million dollar embezzlement scheme. So I guess a thousand, well, eleven thousand chicken wings, I'm sorry. Okay. Over the course of nineteen months. So a she stole A year
1: okay, and a half
0: a yeah. million and a half dollars worth of wings? Yeah. So okay, she did both. She <laughs> stole more than eleven thousand cases of chicken wings and one point five million in taxpayer funds over a nineteen month period. Dang. Court documents revealed. Vera Liddell, who worked as the director of food services at Harvey School District 152, was charged with felony continuing financial crimes, enterprise, and theft, exceeding over a million. Also a felony, according to a profile. Why are you laughing? She's stealing stealing food from kids. Do you see the look on this lady's face?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, gosh, man. That is so wrong. So, wait. This lady ain't got no heart. Her job is to provide food to children, and she's stealing the food?
0: Yeah, Brett Favre somewhere,
1: bravo in her. Wow. Yeah, Brett Favre is somewhere saying, that's too far. That's, that's too far. far. Reappropriating the money to build a volleyball court. I don't know, but directly stealing the food. I mean, did, did would Brett have gone that far? Man, that's that's bad. That is really, really bad. I ain't going to
0: lie. I don't know if this is a mugshot or what, but she does look very homely, and she looks like she would do this. Oh, my God. So whoever hired her for this position, this is on, Luke, on you, because I ain't trusting this lady from jump. Just uh, okay. by her picture. Ain't no
1: way I'm trusting this lady. You're saying people can walk around with an I'd steal chicken wings from children face? Yes, <laughs> and this lady hasn't read all over hers. This lady's got it. And then some. Oh, my God, that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. By the way, since we just referenced it, I've seen two different like sports documentary-type stuff or treatments of the Brett Favre situation recently, and I wonder if it's going to keep it in – the, in the discussion enough. I just saw Real Sports do a piece on it and an update, and Bomani Jones on his show just did a, a big hunk of the show. So on like two me.
0: HBO shows. So
1: HBO, correct. HBO kind of went down that path a little bit, but as of this moment, he still has not technically been charged with anything. Yeah, what'd he do? Oh my God. what he do besides be a good father? Go watch that Real Sports piece. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying. The stuff they've got him on text, communicating with those with the with the big wigs in the story, it's pretty clear. It is pretty clear, but he hadn't been punished for it yet. Oh, we know Brett. He could get into
0: some trouble with using the phone. Oh mm. my
1: goodness. yes, exactly. With those, and that's picks what, and stuff. Johnson picks the old girls. Yep, that's one of the points Balmani brought up too. Clearly, he doesn't know how texts work. <laughs> Doesn't he doesn't understand how those things work. All right, do not steal chicken wings from children. Didn't think we had to say that out loud, but there's your lesson from where we at in society today. Remember, when Zay sends me something on Twitter, it's coming from at ain't that underscore zay i'm at c hastings 1049 i just retweeted that story so you can go look at the chicken the chicken wing lady's face to see what she looks like the station is at the horn atx and if you go to hornfm.com right now you can link to the updated schedule for the big 12 this year go look at who the longhorns are going to play home and road and every other team in the expanded big 12 It is out there. So we'll continue to talk about that. If you missed it, we'll tell you the four teams in the Big 12. The Longhorns won't play in 2023. And we'll talk about Texas beating Baylor last night in basketball. Stay warm. Stay safe. Do not get out on the roads unless you have to. We'll get you an update on the weather coming as well on the Horn.